Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping you become a better organist. We're your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Usham Motuzaita Pinkavichina. We have over 25 years of experience of playing the organ. And we've been teaching thousands of organists online from 89 countries since 2011. So now let's jump in and get started with the podcast for today. We hope you'll enjoy it. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Osha. Let's start episode 637 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Rosemary. And she writes, Hello Vidas. Firstly, can I thank you for the wonderfully informative emails you have sent during the last week? To date, I have found them very helpful and thought-provoking. A good beginning to the information I need to develop my study for the next 12 months. In reply to your first question, my goal for this coming year is a 30-minute lunchtime recital on 8th of October 2021. My practice situation is a small instrument, one manual with a full pedal board and five stops in our local church, country town. The recital is on an instrument eight times the size in a provincial city 45 kilometers away. August 2019, I was included in the program and played an all-Bach program, BWV 554, uh, 555, 604, 536, and uh, 570. I lacked confidence and found it a rather tough experience and have resolved to better the experience. Important aspects to address. Developing a plan for the year study. Developing the program. Bach again, as his music is a passion of mine, or a European tour, uh, Boelman, Fauré, Italian school, and Bach. The learning of a piece, bringing it up to concert standard and maintaining the standard for the recital date. Working on analyzing the piece, your email of December the 1st has been a great catalyst. Maybe this is one of the secrets to understanding the piece and gaining confidence in performance. Additionally, I have shortened the length of the fragments. I learned at a time uh, and have resolved to try your suggestions. The content of the material you've sent seems like a good foundation. I need all these tips and more. I have had no formal lessons on the instrument, gathering knowledge through reading, listening and suggestions from colleagues in recent years. More information on ornaments like uh, BWV555. Do you include the marked trill on the resolution of the prelude? The French Noels, how do you fit in the mordants and how are they played? Currently, I am learning Prière à Notre Dame by Bellman, your copy with fingering and pedaling. Sicilian by Fauré, Sonata number no. 5 by Bach, um, the third movement. I am particularly interested in your copy of Ich ruf zu dir, Herr Jesu Christ. PWV of 639, where you have written out the interpretation of the ornaments and how they fit in 
more on this please time I stopped I have gained regular access to the organ for the recital determined to be more familiar with the instrument I have considerable support and assistance from the regular organists especially with choice of registration a big learning curve hopefully this finds you and yours well a strange year with so many new challenges every good wish for this festive christmas season kind regards rosemary first of all Osha, i recommend the total organist program to rosemary because her her goals are very ambitious and she would really benefit from our ambitious program and she uh, just signed up yesterday i think wonderful congratulations so, welcome to you rosemary. both welcome rosemary to total organist so Osha, going back to the, her experience and feedback what what would you notice at first Yes, well, she's very much determined and motivated and I think she will succeed because it seems like she has, you know, a clear plan and she's very persistent and hardworking, so I think she will succeed in playing that recital on the 8th of October in 2021. Uh-huh. Um... It's interesting the pieces that she mentioned on the program that she already played uh, in August 2019 was um, BW 554. It's D minor prelude and fugue uh, from the eight little preludes and fugues. 555 is E minor. 604 is um, is something from the Orgel Buchlein. Let me check. 604 604 is Gelobet du Jesu Christ and then uh, 536 is A major prelude and fugue and 570 is C major fantasia without the fugue so well polyphonically these pieces are uh, with the exception of A major prelude and fugue I would say uh, basic level, not even intermediate, right, Osha? Yes, somewhere. Five May, maybe between beginning, beginner and intermediate. A major fugue is more complex. It's a minuet, probably, and dance, dancing rhythms, three part, three four meter, kind of, kind of tricky to get because sometimes they have cannons in the middle. So it's maybe intermediate piece. Good uh, that she is determined to learn a new program for uh, f for October, right? Hopefully, hopefully uh, she will adapt to a new instrument eight times the size of her practice organ. Eight times. Uh, so what is this? Like four, 40 stops? Yes, that's a good size organ. Three manuals, probably. Not necessarily. It might be two as well with a pedal, but but it might have the further division. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, generally, 
with three manuals you can do a lot but it takes a little bit more coordination you don't have to play all three manuals so you can couple this well to the positive and play like like on two manuals right pretend you're playing three Yes, but Rosemary has one manual, you know, at her church. So how would you suggest her to um, practice pieces that requires at least two manuals? I would either play right hand higher or left hand lower, depending on on which sounds better. But you see what I mean, right? Yes, on the same keyboard. On the same keyboard. It's like it's like practicing on the piano when you have to cross hands. But uh, if you move one high one hand higher or one hand lower, you can effectively play two manual pieces. Yes, that's a good suggestion. As you said it before, I imagined you know that you would play uh, in the air with one of your hand higher or lower. <laughs> Do you see what I mean? Uh, higher, like and not an octave higher, but a little bit higher. In the air. Oh, in the air, I mean. Virtually higher. Yes, virtually higher. Imagining yeah. there is a second keyboard. So better don't do that. Actually, I've done some practice um, on. Um, our instrument at home before Hauptwerk when we only had two manuals and if I had to make um, echo passages from second manual to the third at church I would pretend I have uh, three manuals here at home and jump from the second manual to the music rack and back and forth it's it's about that the same size so it fits uh, it's a little bit maybe higher jump but it teaches you the same physical movement yes true but it's nice to know that Rosemary does a lot of Bach's practicing and actually you can pretty much play entire works by J.S. Bach just on one keyboard uh, you mean practicing yes not, of course, not of them, like not ornamented chorales and obviously not trio sonatas, but but like all preludes and fugues, you can easily do on one keyboard. But again, if you want to play trio sonata, like um, like she was mentioning, uh, trio sonata, some place like mi middle movement, I believe. The third movement actually, oh, the third? C, so ma C major. Bad. C major trio sonata 529. She is currently actually working uh, on that. So so I would probably I would probably drop the left hand one octave lower. You see the key with this kind of trick is to check the ten the the lower part the middle part if it descends lower than the tenor C tenor C if it's descend descends lower then uh, then when you drop one octave lower it goes beyond the range of the keyboard then maybe some notes have to be rearranged not necessarily uh, entire entire voice but maybe a measure here and there a phrase you know like to, to make it meaningful. Uh, 
But in generally, yeah, three sonatas work on one keyboard. If you adjust the left hand one octave lower. Is it safe to prepare it for a recital where you know that you won't have much time to to play before it? No. Actual performance? No, of course not. That's very risky. Actually, trio sonatas in general are very risky. And even if you have a lot of time, myself included, I, whenever I played trio sonatas in concert, I didn't have good experience. <laughs> What? <laughs> But I have a good experience about this particular movement. I played it on my... Uh, on my exam for my bachelor's degree at the Academy of Music, so I remember it quite well. It's it's not a hard movement. Uh, hmm. Well, of course it's hard, but it's not long comparing, let's say, to the first movement of the same sonata. But it's trickier than the first movement. Mm-hmm. So the last thing that we need to mention is uh, the ornaments, right? Yes, and basically, you know, if you study well that uh, with this example of Ikhruft Sudir, I think it's sort of a key to the rest of, you know, Bach's ornamentation. And as Rosemary asked about uh, French nails and how to ornament them, so basically Bach used the French ornament tradition. It's actually in the preface to Klavierbuchlein for Wilhelm Friedemann Bach. The Bach copied by hand uh, ornament table by Dangleber. And you can find this example on, on, on online, the same, the same uh, ornament table. So basically... You need to just play most of the ornaments from the upper note in his mature mature works, um, and there are some other exceptions, of course, which which we could discuss uh, in a on a deeper level. Maybe I should do a video or something. I think this would be very helpful. Okay, stay tuned, guys. Thank you for listening to our conversation. Please send us more of your questions. We love helping you grow. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen. This podcast is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online. It has hundreds of courses, coaching, and practice materials for every area of organ playing. Thousands of instructional videos and PDFs. You will not find more value anywhere else online. Total Organist helps you to master any piece, perfect your technique, develop your sight reading skills, and improvise or compose your own music and much, much more. Sign up and begin your training today at organduo.lt and click on Total Organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. If you like our organ music, you can also support us on Patreon and get free CDs. Find out more at patreon.com/secretsoforganplaying.